Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris with the second course of The Food Show. It's our program about eating, about restaurants, about cooking and wine, and anything that looks like it might fit into a situation like that, give us a call and uh, talk to us about the restaurants you've been to lately, the ones that you went to and you couldn't stand, uh, as well as, and preferably, the ones that uh, we like uh, that you've uh, found maybe to be a little bit different from what you're used to. Our telephone number is all of 260-6368. Hey, I didn't mean to do that. It came, it just came out that way. Six to eats. Get it? <laughs> Anyone? Anyone? <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> now I got one. That's all oh, enough. Gosh. So I can handle it. Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> we were talking about our restaurant dining over the weekend, which yep. ran the gamut from really excellent to really not. Mm, well, and, that, that happens once yeah. in a while. Not and, too many. Um, and then we're talking about certain things from the uh, from the little almanac, which actually I think is interesting. The evaporated interesting. The, well, the evaporated or condensed milk uh, today was um, uh, the birthday of Gail Borden, who invented um, condensed milk. And and Gail Borden. I've certainly eaten my share of that, was, but not anymore. Was a a man. His 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 think, name was G A I L. I think you're thinking of Gail Gordon. No, no, I'm, I'm it's Gail Gordon. I'm telling you, okay. Gail Gordon. Who, <laughs> he he, uh, he was he, on Lucille Ball. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was on Lucille Ball's uh, second show. He did a lot of radio shows over the years. I'll bet uh, he did. Yeah. I'll bet he did. It's an extremely unfortunate show today, wouldn't you say, folks? Two six zero six three six. Oh, you mean uh, that we're <laughs> like kind of like bad. just rolling along? Like bad. Oh, it's all right. Anyway. Uh, what did you have over the weekend, folks? Tell us what, uh, what you're looking for for any special occasion coming up or whatever's on your mind. Uh, we would love to get it on our mind, too, because we're looking for great food. We're looking for uh, food that has been fooled into making you think that it's it's better than it actually is, uh, and also about the uh, products that go into it. And you know what? Uh, this that's a big big world uh, for us here in New Orleans. Gosh, Tom, you're right. It is Gail Borden. He is a guy. Yeah, see, it's I'm just... not always wrong. Yeah, <laughs> I am always uh, rather uh, a, a fuss fuss budget though. You think? Uh huh. Yeah. I was thinking you're mainly just more of a pain in the butt. Is that the same thing? <laughs> This Are those is, the same thing? It's the wonderful thing the about being thing? married. 2606368 is the number. Uh, we were talking about cayenne pepper. Today is also yeah. National North and South American Cayenne Pepper Day. And uh, about soft serve ice cream. I remember when we first started cruising. 
One of the things that was really attract I have never been a soft serve ice cream fan. No. I, first of all, I don't understand it. I don't think it's real ice cream. And with the exception of a Wendy's Frosty, which the kids were really into for a while, I never, ever ate soft serve ice cream. Also, maybe because I don't really care for the kinds of cones. Are those cake cones? The, the real soft ones that are short. The ones that fat. are kind of like, like waffles almost? Yeah. I never liked those. Yeah, they're kind of short and fat. Anyway, then you would take that little cone and you would stick it under a soft serve ice cream thing and it would just kind of go round and round. And I thought the whole thing was probably... A fraud. Yeah, probably yeah. just fake everything. And I don't really... I've never really liked that kind of thing. So anyway... Um, I it's remember Monday, I remember when we first set foot on a cruise ship yeah. by the pool one of the hot things about the cruise ship was that there was always soft serve ice cream endlessly that you could get mm-hmm. and I guess this is on every cruise ship cuz I've seen it on every cruise ship that I've been on by the pool there's a soft serve ice cream machine yeah. Yeah, on your way out, uh, it's your last thing to gorge on before you go to bed. Now, now I think that Dickie's Barbecue also has free soft serve ice cream as just like a dessert item on your way out the door. Where was that? That's the only two places I've ever seen just sort of, you know, help yourself to soft serve ice cream. Hmm. Anyway, and does anybody else dislike soft serve ice cream or does everyone like soft serve ice cream or does anyone care at all about soft serve ice cream well, you know, it's, just clearly it's, nothing we have said so far today anyone cares about go ahead what it's uh, it's not a, a a quality product to my way of thinking it's just oh you know what i'm gonna put out a personal appeal now yeah. to steve to call us steve yes because steve owes you an apology tom oh yes he does really why? What did he, he ever do? Now, I hope this does not mean that we'll never hear from Steve again, because Steve He's got a golden you, retriever, so how could he, he be He owes you an apology. He I does. can't wait to hear this. What is it? So call us up. Own up to it, Steve. Give us a call, 260-6368. I know you know the number. Go ahead. What? Well, I guess we'll learn at some point. Yes. Why? Well, you'll learn why. Yeah, uh, I hope so, so yeah. I can do it again and maybe, you know... <laughs> Would you like to and know the uh, call or anybody call? Would you like to know yeah. the recipe for soft serve ice cream? What? Oh yeah, I would. What is the uh, the recipe for a soft soft serve somebody, ice cream? Somebody wa- soft serve ice cream. Mm-hmm. Who wants the recipe for soft serve ice cream? Well, you want to know what's in it, don't you? Yeah. Oh yeah, what is it? It's milk, whole milk. Yeah. Sugar. Yeah. Heavy cream. Yeah. Non-fat dry milk powder. Uh huh. Milk powder. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. A vanilla extract. Little bit, tiny bit of salt. That's it. Uh huh. And you just mix mix this in what? That's, you, you, that's you, it, Doug. Yeah. That's that's what's. Well, in that's it. not unhealthy. Say oh, it. Oh, well, we didn't say anything about it being healthy. Huh. Who cares? You know, I'm saying it's not unhealthy because yeah, that's, that's what I think. Those are all whole ingredients. Of course I not. Expect... Yeah. What? It's, it's it's like regular ice cream, only it's soft. Yeah, but um, I never really, th- I never really thought that. I always thought it was probably not very good for you because otherwise, of, why would it be? 
why would it be looking like that? Hmm, that's interesting. Well, there's a lot of sugar well, and ice cream itself. Yeah, well, of true. course, of course, yeah, true. Anyway, I don't know, Doug. I'm just saying I never really liked the way it looked. But, you know, clearly that's incorrect. I should I should try it again. I don't mind it so much if it's chocolate or if it's chocolate and vanilla in that little twisty thing where it looks a little bit more interesting. I mean, I would eat that. But really, generally speaking, I don't I don't I don't care for it. And I don't really eat that much ice cream anyway. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. Steve, own up to your mistake. I want you to call Tom. We're going to go through this. I can't wait to imagine or hear what this is. Yes. Hmm. You'll see. You'll see if he calls in. Anyway, uh, back to our restaurant reports, of which we have many. It was a big, big eating weekend for us. Certainly was. Yeah. Favorite uh, favorite dinner of uh, of the feast? Well, definitely Bordeaux. Yeah. Definitely Bordeaux. Um, It's I, I, I. It's. I'm always going to have a uh, soft spot in your heart it, for no, not a soft spot because a hard the, spot the in place your heart. is so uncomfortable. But um, the food was really great, and I hope to go there again and find that someone has come to his or her sem- senses and put this together in a way that you can actually sit down and be comfortable. Because, but you can't right now, at least to me. Yeah, well, I wouldn't different. bet on that, Tom, because not everybody is. Well, I know. Um, as much of a pain in the butt uh, yeah, as but you I, are. <laughs> I got to stick with it, though, and tell people what to yes. do to be just like me. That's it. I remember. How many yeah. years did I say that what? before I realized that it was stupid to say that? Tom, I want to be just like you when I grow up. <laughs> I did. I used to say that I, to you in the early years uh, of our marriage. Wait, when did you make When you were trying up? to tell me all the things that I needed to do to be just like you. Like that, so. Anyway, 2606068, we went to, uh-huh. oh, both of us yeah. had an experience this last week. Yes, 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 at yes, yes. Couvent. Couvent, yeah. That yeah, was, you it went was good. on Friday, didn't you? It was, uh, yeah. It was an interesting thing. Uh, this is a kind of fish which maybe you have eaten, but I doubt it. Uh, it's uh, called skate. Isn't that the one they punch the the of of the wings? They they punch the yeah, the yeah. Um, it, little yeah. round things and make them fake uh, scallops. scallops. That's yes. right. A lot of people try doing that. The funny thing is that the jokes on them because in most cases the fish is actually better. In, than the uh, fake than scallops. The, than the scallops. But wait, it or not. wait, better than real scallops or better than fake skate scallops? Oh, fates! Now we're getting too confused for me. It's, uh, scallops. You love regular real oh, scallops. Regular scallops. Diver scallops. I love right? them. I whenever I encounter them, I always get them. Uh, but is uh, that better than skate the fish? But you could the well the the fish is it has this really strange texture that is. It looks like it's uh, a, a. It looks like a scallop. Fake scallops uh, no, looks, look like scallops. It looks like a uh, uh, a, uh, a what do you what do you, what do you call the thing that I'm using right now? A comb. Uh, a comb. <laughs> yeah, it has the fe- it has this feeling of being a comb, and and it makes it kind of hard to eat them. Someone uh, help me call two six zero six three six eight. And uh, I thought that was uh, unusual. It's, I have never seen that fish in a restaurant in this city uh, ever. 
So that was a, a real off, uh, off kind well, of thing. It, it but I thought French. it was very good. Very French. Very French. I had some vichyssoise. And uh, let's see, well, I had some of their fries. And why? Because French fries, they call them French fries for a reason. Yeah, I will take up this little mantle about the yeah. fries. The fries at Bordeaux surprised me in that they were not good. Mm, that is a surprise. And the fries at Cuvant yeah. surprised me the other way in that they were good because the ones at Cuvant are fresh cut. Yeah. Uh, I ate all of those, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you didn't have any fries at Bordeaux because I did not get fries at Bordeaux. Oh. I asked to swap out the fries for the Dauphinois, and that's what I got. But I did get fries with my uh, steak, as in steak frites, but I said I don't want them because I'd already had them and I didn't like them. Mm. I, mean, I didn't say that. I yeah. just said I, I, I want to swap this out for Dauphinois. Anyway, so we went to – you went to Couvent on Friday. Yeah. I went to Couvent a few days earlier. Mm-hmm. So we both had a Couvent experience last week. Yep. And then we went to... Um, I was with uh, uh, some very, very close friends of mine for that, and that's what made it possible. Because mm. uh, 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 they know uh, th- that if they hang out with me, you get to eat some kind of offbeat kind of cooking and, uh, you know, that, that is kind of what, one of the reasons we do these eat club dinners and all this stuff is so everybody can get a new taste of it. Mm. But we did, uh, we did that. We just had a ball. Uh, you know, hot, hot, hot weather and the air conditioner blowing right through the middle of the place. And you just, I don't know. Uh, but uh, I look forward to the next time I eat there because uh, they really knew the food. At Bordeaux. Yeah, at Bordeaux. B O R D A U X. I thought I thought that you said you weren't going to go again until the weather got cooler. Oh uh, no, I'm I'm probably going to wind up there if I wind up with any friends who eat that way. I you thought know it was, what I, mean. I thought it was good. Anyway, okay. we also went on Saturday to Mandy's for breakfast over on the North Shore. Second time in recent history, although they have been around for since 1978. A long time ago. Yeah. No, uh, I, I, 1976. Yeah. 1976. Yeah. I um, I originally was going. You know, I was walking the dog Saturday morning. Yeah. And I smelled something really good in downtown Covington. And, and you know darn well it wasn't the dock. Yeah. And it was Toad Hollow. And I, you know, we haven't been to Toad Hollow in forever. No, that's a, we used to not, go there for breakfast pretty often. Not a lot. We only went a couple of times because it was a little too, I don't know. I, am, I don't know. Healthy, I guess. Yeah, a little overly healthy. It's It's, it's not... It's not that it's healthy. It's that when healthy food becomes sort of an atmosphere, mm-hmm. I'm going to pass. Yeah. So it's a cute little place. And so we went because it smelled really good and because we were looking for a place to go to breakfast. And so um, we started to go there. And then I just kept looking at it. And I thought, you know, I just I don't think I want to. So then we wound up going to Mandy's. And yeah. that was just about the opposite of what Toad Hollow would have been. I'll say. <laughs> you know, they uh, they uh, served me something, though, that I can't remember ever eating before. And that was uh, Eggs uh, Bienville. 
No, it was Eggs Benedict with oysters, Egg, something I've oysters seen you eat about ten times myself. Bien, there was a Bienville aspect to it because it had oysters in it and a and the sauce that kind of took it that way. Yeah. But the uh, but uh, that was that was better than just about anything I've had there. Hey, I hear uh, uh, a little what a little thing that they're throwing us to tell us to take a break. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Well, we missed it, but what the heck. Is the number, and you are listening to WWL 105.3 FM HD2. This is Tom Fitzmorris. Marianne is here as well. And Hi. you are here as well, uh, although you might not are have realized. Are you sure, Tom? That, because I'm really not sure anyone's there after this show. Uh, no, I can see that guy over there and that guy over there and I, that other guy over there. I wish the heck he would put that bicycle away from where he's got it. Let's just say that. Uh, who is uh, we? Don't we have somebody over here on the green phone? I don't Didn't think I see so. It? Well, if you would like to be on the greens uh, call uh, caller or Tom, any other color of our today in 1958. Yeah. 1958, I remember yes, it well. It, a song it in Italian. In uh, brings this is a great travel memory. I have just yeah. a handful. I mean, I have a lot of travel memories, but some of them really stick out. Ahead of the others, and yeah. this is one of them. In 2014, we had a cruise, yeah, to Europe, and my sisters were on that cruise. So yeah. there were four of us women that you were hanging around with, and um, we went to Alfredo's in mm-hmm. Rome. Alfredo's in Rome. Where I've been there three times. Yeah, where fettuccine Alfredo was invented. Right, there are actually right. two Alfredos. One of them is. Yeah, and the other one is the original. I think it's on the Via del Corsi. Anyway, um, we were in the tourist room because we didn't make a reservation, but it didn't matter because we had such a great time. And yeah. I remember, I remember that there was a guy walking around singing, and he was singing Volare. And I remember we were all singing Volare with him. Mm-hmm. But you told me then that Volare was about a guy and his cigarettes. His cigarette. So tell yeah, the story. Right. The, the, <laughs> if you don't know story, what Volare is about, this is what it is. Volare means... It came out today in 1958. Means, uh, and I get this from my uh, years at Jesuit in the Latin, Latin department for four years. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have volare, which means literally to swim, to to fly. Mm-hmm. Just the the wonderful quality of being able to fly. Well, it's funny you say that because yeah. today is Orville Wright's birthday. Is it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's a perfect it's uh, National Aviation Day. It's almost too good. Yes. Uh, and anyway, the rest of the song is Nel Blue di Pinto di Blue. This has something to do with everybody being blue because somebody's girlfriend got away. Uh, it was. Volare. We had at, at one time uh, in Wait, Nola. I want to hear it. Do, do, do. I will oh. always listen to this song and think of that experience no at Alfredo's that night. The, see, fly up to the clouds. Only a only a cigarette can do that. So there you are. That I know. Is that? Uh, 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 Dean Martin. Dean Martin I did, love, okay. had a big heart on it, but the guy who had the real money on it was the guy who it. actually did it. His name was um, uh, Mudunio. Uh, let's see, what's, what's 
some, something Medunio was was his last name. Dominico. Now that Dominico. Now that, now yeah. that Dean has finally finished singing Valare, now you finish. Thank you. There used to be a restaurant uh, where Nola is now, where you and you would what you would do uh, you while you were eating in this restaurant uh, once every half hour the Mater D would come bursting out of the sidelines and run around between the tables and saying, Volare alert, Volare alert, and then everybody would start singing Volare in the whole place. It was it was wild to go there. The food was good, too. Yeah. Alan right. is here. Who? Hi, Alan. Ellen is here. No, Alan. Alan. Alan, welcome to the food show. Alan, I thank you from the bottom of my desperate heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that's very kind of you. I, I, I don't know what to say. Um, thank you, thank you for for thanking me. Um, and I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna do a different twist uh, today because there's a, you are actually, uh, you're gonna I, say I, something I, interesting because that's that that would be different <laughs> from the show. Go ahead. No, no the, your show's no, it's always great. Um, but I, I I think I can qualify. I, I do qualify as uh, a longtime listener. Um, and uh, to to actually do maybe a little review of Friday's show. Uh, um, it was interesting as well. Uh, Tom had a, a young man. Uh, I think his name was Ron. Um, and uh, as uh, sitting um, as as his co uh, co star, I guess you'd say. A- anyways, you know, as I. I was listening, and, and there weren't a lot of calls. Uh, usually, there's the the three or four regulars. It's, it's Monday, for goodness sake, you know. No, well, I'm, I'm speaking of on Friday. I think we were all yeah. Oh, really yeah, painted. you're right. Well, we were trying to determine the chemistry between uh, you and and this gentleman. Uh, we, it, as a listener, I, I, you know, I nobody, you didn't really say who he was or how he qualifies. Uh, to sit in that uh, esteemed chair by by you, Tom. He wanted to. Uh, that's how he qualified. Go ahead. Yeah, that's about right. We uh, we uh, we told him, hey, just you want to do it? When so I want, we, we did it. When I want to take a day off, that's that's how he qualifies. Go ahead. Well, he, you know, he was engaging, and and, and he apparently has done his homework. Um, he oh, yeah. must be a bit up there in years. He remembers when Tom uh, was. Uh, on at night, as I remember, on uh, uh, GNO, I guess, guess it is. GSO. Uh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, so, and, and it was interesting though because uh, he did know about, of course, uh, the truck driver um, uh, Clark, and, and and Richard called a gentleman that hadn't called uh, or used to be a caller, Tom, from from the old days, uh, many years uh, ago. Um, but this guy, you know, one thing he, that stood up my mind about him that I, I, he really nailed it. And I thought, I, I like this guy is what he has a, an appreciation for the older restaurants. He was, uh, in, in Marianne, you were talking about like iconic restaurants, but I guess that doesn't necessarily mean old restaurants of New Orleans, but he did mention that an appreciation he has for, for yak culture. Uh, well, yeah, uh, there's a lot of that to be distributed and to be sold and uh, and gotten rid of, or or improved yeah. upon, one or the other. Okay, well, so what he, about his appreciation for yacht he, culture? 
Marianne, he was lamenting that that uh, yak culture is is dying out. You know, he mentioned his grandma and uh, others uh, in various places, grocery stores and, and restaurants and uh, cafes, po' boy shops. Uh, you know, Jeans closed down last week. Speaking of a, a I'm yak sorry, place, Jeans Jeans was jeans? terrible. Where's Jeans? What's po boy? Jeans poor boys. Where was it? Go ahead. So. Go ahead. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Well, uh, it was, uh, oh, goodness. You know, because I, I didn't go. Uh, it was on the corner you, I, It was on the corner of Elysian Fields and Claiborne. Oh, that place. Okay. Uh, well, I certainly know uh, where that is. That's a half yeah. a block anyway, away from Jean's, Martin's Poor Jean's Boys. Poor Boys was, I don't know if it was ever very good, but I know that in my experience, it was not. Uh, so, me either. So that's really, I don't really think that has anything to do with yacht culture dying out. I think it has to do with a not very good um, poor boy shop that was probably okay when there wasn't a lot of competition, but now that there is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, uh, right at the other end of the same block was Martin's Poor Boy Restaurant, which invented the poor boy sandwich. We know that it's been authenticated. All right, so, so go ahead. Was. So go ahead. Well, no, Tom, Tom I, I concur. I, it, it, that, maybe that's why I never went to Jeans when I lived in New Orleans, because of the fact that Martin's was over there. And uh, just, it, yeah, it, it, it just, in uh, course, uh, nobody ever said it was a great place, I guess, at the time. No, but, that's uh, right. Well, sometimes but, but, things, like I said, sometimes things become an original, and then they don't have a lot of competition, and then they never change when they do get competition, and then you realize, well, why am I going here? But I can go there, and that's much better, even though it's newer, you know? Yeah. Anyway, the answer Always to go your, for the best, though. The answer why not? Your, the answer to your question, Alan, is that the guy um, is a fan of Tom's, and he started writing to Tom and he's a passionate foodie and a home cook that you know has his own sous vide machine and um and has traveled a lot and so um I have a bench of people that I trust in that chair and I was trying him out so I'm glad that you appreciated him because he will be back I, yeah i thought he was yeah. good well I, I i i approve of him as well i know he said later on as he was wrapping up uh his his uh his yat talk i guess you could say mm. uh, he was going to mandina's uh i think he said um well, that night friday right. and perfect uh, that's a, oh, yeah, exactly exactly yeah. but People, you know, I don't feel like I, I talk like a yat uh, up here uh, in Seattle, but people do say, you know, I can't put my finger on it. You're not from up here, are you? And, and you know, and then, of course, I tell them, uh, no, I'm not. I'm, you know, I'm from New Orleans. Um, and uh, I think that, that New Orleans is, a, is, you can move away from New Orleans, but, you, but, but it doesn't really leave you. Yeah, I guess that's a cliche, but um, well, I, I think that's uh, it's absolutely true. I mean, you you uh, you get to know, knowing and liking something, you just keep on doing so. Why not? Alan, are you in? You said you're in Seattle because your wife is there. Your wife is from Seattle. Yeah, yeah she she. Yeah. Uh, you know what's funny? Uh, 
You have the reverse situation of Rick Blunt at Antoine's. Antoine, uh, Rick Blunt, who owns Antoine's, met his mm-hmm. wife, Lisa, who is a native of Seattle, at something mm-hmm. in New Orleans. And then she moved here. So you have the opposite of their situation. Hmm. Uh, well, yes. And, and to be fair, we, Gina, my wife, that is, uh, we tried hard to stay in New Orleans. We even, you know, uh, we evacuated shortly, uh, like everybody had to leave the, the city. But we came back and stayed another five years. Um, uh, and so we even met, actually, six months before the hurricane. We got married. Um, and we had our dinner party at uh, Muriel's um, Jackson Square. Good but, choice. Uh, my point is, yeah, uh, I, I met Gina down there. She was uh, going to school, working on a master's degree at Tulane at the time, around a little early two, 2001, 2002. But no, she, uh, she, we, she's just, it was a little difficult for her to live down there. Um, uh, and she has family up here, so it, it just kind of made sense. We gravitate up right. here, but well, anyway. Well, Alan, uh, it sounds like it's a little yeah. difficult for you to live there, but anyway, all right. Well, well thanks for calling. You're always uh, we're here every day, and uh, you're always welcome. And Sorry. Marianne, we'll, we'll we'll get to the subject of Ballard. I, I know you wanted to ask me. Yes, Ballard yes, we can talk about oh, Ballard at some point. Ballard. Yes, but but today would not be the day because Tom was no. messing with these buttons again, and every time he bellows not. something into the microphone, I jump out of well, my chair. So we're going to have to adjust that before we talk about Ballard. That's, that's sort of that's sort of an extra there, there subject. A, there ought to be a word that that just defines someone who is accused of everything. But we'll figure if we can... There is a word. It's Tom. It's the food show, and we will be back with more of it after. First, please, this. Hi, it's We're Back. The uh, We're back here on the food show, and uh, hope you are of a mind to uh, talk to us about, you know, whatever, you, whatever you've been eating that's delicious lately, or uh, anything that you'd like to try, or... Uh, just uh, sharing it all with all the rest of us people here who like to talk about the the best food, the best wines, the best cocktails, all of that. Our telephone number is easy to remember, 260-630. Nope. No, six, I'm three, all right. Six, right. Eight. Two, I never get it right. 260, <laughs> and I, I was just saying how easy yeah. it was to remember, right? Yeah. 260-6368. That's our number. And just you know, call us up and uh, you know what's on your mind. We started our program today uh, looking at co- evaporated milk, and and uh, the other one is um, cayenne pepper. No, well that condensed milk. Condensed milk, and we were talking about the differences there too, including the one where you'd never ever ever take a an unopened can of that stuff <laughs> and put it in the. The, so why do you keep mentioning well, it, Well, because people keep asking me about it. I don't and, think and, anyone's ever asked you about it. Well, you were talking about Charles Hires, the root beer guy. Yeah, what about him? What's his, what's his story? Well, today was his birthday in oh, 1851. Yeah. Yes. 1851. Mm-hmm. 
why uh, hires root beer. You you don't see that too much anymore. I wonder if it's still even being made. It's probably been bought by somebody else. Yeah, like probably about 15 of them. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, he was a pharmacist, and he started selling it as a flavoring. All of those guys tended to be, like the guy who invented Coca-Cola was a pharmacist. Uh Well, I guess The guy who invented Dr. Pepper. I guess Same if you're story. in a lab. Yeah. Anyway, now here's something that I think is funny in your in your almanac. Yeah. Uh, it's a quote from Henry Miller, and it is quote Americans can eat garbage provided <laughs> you sprinkle it liberally with ketchup, uh-huh. mustard, chili sauce, Tabasco sauce, cayenne pepper, or mm. any other condiment which destroys the original flavor of the dish. Now who said that? Because whoever it was. W- was very, Henry very Miller. much up to uh, his, his... Up to speed on what Americans yeah. eat. Stephen is on the phone, by the way. Oh, Stephen or Steve? Stephen. We, we need fun. Steve. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Stephen. It's Stephen, yes. Okay. <laughs> right. Okay. Jeans uh, is on St. Claude and Elysian Fields, not Claiborne. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. That's all right. That's true. Uh, also... Um, I'll bring Tom in here. Oil oil rig oysters. They're huge, I'm told, about the size of your hands. They used to bring them in. Uh, I remember one night I had dinner with uh, Dick Brennan Sr., and I think it was uh, – I'm trying to remember which chef it was who put this together. Jamie Shannon? I think he might have been there at that time. And they had these uh, uh, plates that were – about as big as you would use to uh, eat some firecrackers. So, you know, it was it was incredible how big these oysters were. You had to eat them with a knife and a fork because otherwise you'd never get it in. And and uh, they were really great. But I haven't seen them since then. I guess the guys uh, working did you out. Did fry them? Did he fry them? No, and I just broiled it in the uh, in the uh, on top of the stove. But, uh, the people who worked out on out on the uh, do, uh, rigs, the, out on the rigs, they ate them all the time. I'm told. Okay. We'll have to get Tinny Flynn to bring him in when Tommy goes scuba diving. Oh yeah, yeah. That's uh, th- that book's going to be really good. I haven't looked at yeah. it to do any cooking, but um, but it, it's I'm sure it's really good. That those guys really have a good place. Yeah, uh, Marianne, I don't know if you listen to Friday's show, uh, but the porch and patio on on Williams Boulevard at the railroad tracks Mm -hmm. serves a great hamburger, and they make their homemade fries. Yes, that's what somebody was talking about. Where is this? Yeah. Porch and patio. Porch and patio. Yes. It's an old packing house, fruit packing uh, house, right on the railroad tracks. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're going to have to try that. Yeah. All right. What else you got, Steven? Is that it? Okay. And vinegar. We talked about vinegar the other day. We did. What are the proportions when you drink vinegar? And do you mix it with honey or something? You know what? If I were you, Stephen, I would get half an avocado and put a tablespoon of vinegar and some pepper and eat it like that. Because then you're getting the avocado omegas and your apple cider vinegar. Okay. 
But but a tablespoon a day will do it. Tablespoon a day in the morning. Tablespoon a day, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. In the morning. Okay. I don't mind it. Okay. Take care. Two six zero six three six eight is the number. I is do we have another caller? Uh, we might, but uh, we have. There's an interesting quotation here, uh, one that has been quoted many, many times over the years, uh, and it's um, it's uh, only very mildly dirty, but mm-hmm. very, very mild. Not enough. Uh, it uh, was uh, put down by Ogden Nash, who was a pretty straightforward kind of writer, and what he said was, "Candy is dandy, but liquor is quicker." <laughs> And I think we all know what is being in, insinuated at there. So uh, enjoy. Anyway, two six zero six three six eight is the number. I uh, I hear that Friday show was very good, so I'm I'm happy to hear that because I would love yeah, to well, have him back. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. It really was. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, let's see what else is on our list for today, though, because you have a really Northern long exposure. you have a long almanac today. Well, you know. I, I can't stop writing. This I is know. my problem. I know. All right. It says uh, the deaf dining rule is a restaurant that states a distinction for the bacon it uses more than once on its menu <laughs> is just dropping food names. <laughs> well, that's uh, dead on. What does that mean? Well, uh, this is where you. Is that uh, like the branding of something? Yeah. Like you P and J's oysters isn't just. Yeah, oysters, you, it's P&J oysters. Yeah, something like that, but you've also went filtering around in there to pick out the really big uh, big ones, and you, you ask for only the big ones. That's the that's the idea. Okay, whatever. Anyway, 2606368 is the number. Back to our restaurant reports for the weekend. So then we finished off the weekend – by going to Hambone again because we had such a mind-blowing meal a couple of, well, maybe last week at dinner that we wanted to go back and see. Well, you know, I wasn't really all that impressed with their brunch when we went there that brunch time. And so this time we went back for brunch. And um, I had that same feeling that I I run you last night and got that old feeling I'm sorry you you put that road that uh, lyric out there and I couldn't resist you know what what you can go ahead and finish singing the whole rest of the show <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think about the show today two six zero six three six eight anyway um I had the uh, I had the ham, which apparently he does his own ham, and the um, guy over at the the uh, yes the, Luke oh, is his a, name yeah and he makes his own ham. I that, think he's doing his that's own. That's not ham. easily done. But it, it, well, it seems like he's doing his own everything. But I didn't really care for it because I I feel like if you're going to serve ham as a breakfast meat. It should be kind of stiff and crusty rather than just a slice of ham. And this, um, I don't know what kind of ham it was, but it didn't have any kind of crust on it or anything like that. And it was kind of, 
you know, it was kind of like, you know, ham, like sliced mm-hmm. ham. And I, I didn't, maybe that's not what I was expecting. So I was a little disappointed by it. Mm. There were potato croquettes in my dish, which I thought were good. And some kind of creamy turnip greens, which are great. And that's another thing that he does really well there. And of course, um, poached eggs. So that was what I had for breakfast. You, of course, got the same oysters that you get every single time you go there. Well, I've only been there and twice, then, but and, they were so good that I wanted to have them again. And then, uh, and then one of our friends had the fried chicken, which was spectacular. Yeah, very well received. It was uh, like a half chicken, fried in that way that you would remember that your mom made it in the cast iron skillet that most people's moms Mm -hmm. made fried chicken in versus the kind of pot that my mom had to use for fried chicken. Oh, that's too bad. Which was a three-gallon job for nine people. So when I saw people frying fried chicken just a couple of pieces at a time in an iron skillet, that was kind of freakish if I went to someone's house. Anyway, this was really good chicken, and it was served with their biscuits, and uh, he was quite pleased. He was quite pleased. And I wanted to get the the custard flights, because we've been there several times, and we still haven't tried the custard flights, but I've heard they're great, and I really do want to try them at some point. Anyway, Hambone was our last dining experience. Oh, no, that's not true. That's For the new true. year. No, no, Pich- no that's not no, right. Kachina Kinjemi was on Saturday. So, yeah, yeah, it was a big, big, big eating weekend, a really big Ooh, eating weekend. Oh, it certainly weekend. was that. Yeah, what did you think of Kachina Kinjemi? Me? Mm-hmm. Well, I already told you that it didn't leave uh, me uh, uh, happy. But, but you feel like it's just because it's a new I, restaurant I think it's just thing. too, it's just you know too I recently think that open. That, I think that is true in some cases. And then I think that it's also true that sometimes you can size up a place by just one visit. If all of the food is unanimously the same, then I think you can pretty much say to yourself, you know what, this is what this is, and that's not something I want to do. That's my feeling. That is my feeling about it after one and only visit, and it would take a lot to get me back. Anyway, which is unfortunate because I was really looking forward to it, and I'm sure that there's a lot of people for whom that is fine, you know, because there are a lot of people for whom that is fine, and that is true across the board, whether you've just been open a week or two weeks, uh, a year, or ten years, uh, you know, and there are some people who serve, there are some people who would find that restaurant ten years from now just fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it was it was an unusual menu. Just the, some of the items on it, you, you, I scratched my head and I said, this sounds good, looks good, but why is it in this menu they had a, a lot of things from all over the place and it was yeah well, I, I, everybody seemed to be happy about it though so i guess why there was uh there was a mediterranean burger yeah a mediterranean burger which was i guess sort of modeled after a kefta kebab and it had uh turkish 
spices in it and feta cheese and you know it was peculiar it was mm-hmm. like i don't know who did yeah, the menu and not, why not uh, not knowing uh, yeah i mean i'm very i'm I'm, it, I'm very curious about the place yeah. they, they certainly spent some money in there that's for sure mm-hmm. Uh, and I and I wish them well. I mean, I I you know it takes a lot of money to open a restaurant. You have to hire a lot of people. It is quite an endeavor to do that. And so I you know I wish them well. But it's just not. It was just uh, not what I was. Ex- well, it, actually, actually, it was, it was kind of what I was expecting. <laughs> I mean, I well, mean, I, and, and I say that only because before they opened, we peeked in the window and saw a menu on a table and started reading the menu and thought, what, what is the objective here? Which is what I thought yesterday. Um, boy, I don't know, but it, and I have a feeling it has something to do with... Um, Mediterranean dining or something. No, I, I was thinking about... Uh, 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 what's Something. the name of that stuff? Two six zero six three six eight. Oh, condensed you... milk. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, it's been quite a show. It's kind of like um, it's kind of like you're 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 on the yellow brick road. Yeah. And you think you're gonna go somewhere, but in fact, you just keep going around in circles. That's what I feel like the show was. Even though we had a really really big dense, lengthy almanac. And thank God for it, because I can't even imagine starting this show without the almanac today. Well, good old Tom is always helping out. Yeah, it works for sure. Yeah. Anyway, uh, usually I use the, the almanac as my crutch. And even with an almanac that was as long as it was today, I just feel like we, we didn't really get the show off to anything, which is which is also surprising because I thought we were going to get a whole lot more out of condensed milk. Oh, well. oh there's souvlaki. Souvlaki. Yeah, is I, we good. we skipped a that's a, we, yeah, we skipped featured a, item today. We skipped a piece on your on your almanac, which will take us to the top of the hour. Souvlaki is uh, the Greek answer to a shish kebab. To a hamburger. Yeah, more. Yeah, that's that's really true. Actually, that's probably kind of like what I was just talking about was on the menu at Kuchina Kunjemi. It's mm-hmm. it's like a kefta kebab, right? Yeah. It's uh, that's just so sad. You know, for my birthday, I wanted to make kefta kebabs, but I made little dry meatballs instead <laughs> with no sauce. We didn't well, even get around to the sauce form. It just sort of sat oh, there. That is sad. It was sad. Anyway, so you you, you take Slovakia and you make it on a pita bread sandwich oh, with I, I, tzatziki I, I or was, something? I, I meant that in a joking way. And what, what the point was is that this is uh, all around the, the Middle East going into uh, Serbia and then down to Greece and, you know, all of those countries around there, they have a long, long running history of their own cuisines, which looks a lot like everything else, but often is, is quite different and, and just Suvlaki is a gyro? Is that what it Su- is? Suvlaki is, uh, is kind of like the most intensive sort of shish kebab. Is, that's how I would put it. Hoping that whoever was grading the test would uh, think that that so, was clever. So, so the the actual rotisserie 
that is vertical that I I that remember seeing in the uh, bang, in Turkey where you yeah. have the it's the donar the yeah donar. the donor yeah yeah uh-huh. all right so that is the actual spit is called a slu- suvlaki in Greece it is that's where you see that word most often uh-huh. uh huh and I remember over the years there were restaurants that were always talking about we're about to get our suvlaki uh, <laughs> um, uh, permit, okay. and it turns out, the, you know, they didn't exist. Around so there. is a kebab the abbreviated name for shish kebab? If you look, at all of these words are approximately the same. I mean, there's shish this, and there's also, uh, let's see, there's one that I have five or six different uh, answers to. But uh, uh, it's just part of the the language. It spreads over that whole area there, and everybody pretty much speaks the same language, even, even a, in India. There's a place in, uh, speaking mm. of St. Claude, that the, the guy was talking about, Stephen was talking about St. Claude. Um, there's a place on St. Claude called Kebab, which I've, which I've never been inside and likely not, likely will not. Uh, but I'm kind of curious about it because I guess it is can I, kebabs. Can I interrupt everything you're saying and <laughs> and uh, go down to the end of the um, almanac here, and there's a reference to... Uh, We're done. Well, I know. that You have 15 can, seconds. Make where, your point. Where is it? 15 seconds. To the oh, end of the well. almanac? There you go. WWL 105.3 HD2 FM. Tom, you have 10 seconds to say it. What is it? I, I'll never make it. It's uh, There's the end of the this. almanac right there. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.